tell you what, there's a special place in hell reserved for the people who programmed all those bots on Telegram. Swear to God, all the coin bots and movie bots and all the fake celebrity accounts, <laughs> those are evil, evil people. I spent so much time just freaking deleting all the freaking bots in the chat. What's up, everybody? Great to see you again. It's autumn. It's fall. It's not summer anymore. I'm getting cold out. I don't know. I don't know if I like it. It's weird. Hey, it's good to see you again. I know I missed Monday's live stream because uh, I was just busy. I was just busy as crap, and I couldn't, I couldn't pack it in there. But we're here. We're on, we're on DLive. We're on Twitch. We're on Foxhole. Those are the three places that I live stream to. Nowhere else. And I feel like the dam is breaking. What do you, what do you guys feel? What's up, Florida in the house? What's up, everybody? Yeah, Australia's getting it done. <laughs> they're fed up with this shit, and they're out protesting. That's great stuff. What's up, everybody? Yeah, I released a video earlier this morning uh, on my channels, and I was basically saying I feel like I feel like the tide's turning. I feel like that tipping point's been hit, and just so much stuff is coming out. Now, that dam is breaking. People are absolutely fed up with it. And uh, yeah, I'm glad you guys liked that video. I'm gonna do more. I just got that uh, <laughs> that cheap cheesy tapestry in, so it's going to uh, be good to do short videos like that where I can just rant at the camera, and then you'll get these at the desk. So we got a lot to talk about in this one. Uh, Bill Gates is on the on the hot seat. Prince Andrew too. That Epstein thing ain't going away. And remember, we got Ghislaine Maxwell. Her court case is November. Two, two months, less than two months now. So that's probably why we're seeing Epstein, Prince Andrew stuff. Like, that, that saga ain't over. There's a lot of sagas that aren't over, right? That, Durham, I don't think the Q story's ended either, to be honest. I don't think that one's done, and so many others too. So we're going to touch on that. We're going to touch on election fraud. We're going to touch on <laughs> General Flynn was trending on Twitter and uh, because he did a interview today, yesterday, like within the last 24 hours. And in this interview, he said that the deep state is going to try to put the vaccine in salad, or salad dressing or something like that. The deep state's going to try to put the COVID vaccine in salad dressing, which he's not that wrong. He's not that wrong. He didn't maybe use the technical jargon uh, that well, but you know, he's, he's General Flynn. He's a military guy. He's not a freaking scientist, but all the blue check marks on Twitter were trying to clown on his ass for something that was true and Twitter treaded him and all this sort of stuff. So we'll cover that and all sorts of things too. Project Veritas. I definitely want to talk about. And then, and then Lockheed had a, it looked like a video of a Lockheed spy plane, a secret one, Allegedly secret, maybe, maybe Lockheed, who knows? But it ended up on TikTok. It's this interesting looking, like small stealth plane jet thing. Ended up on TikTok of all places. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot to cover in this one. So we're going to be talking for a good little while. What's up, guys? Now let's get to, I guess, the business. Bill Gates. Good old Bill Gates. Watching him squirm, watching him like fidget in his seat. When he's asked about Jeffrey Epstein is the best thing that I've seen in a long time. He had no idea how to answer this thing. So PBS of all places, 
Funny enough, public broadcasting station, PBS. Honestly, would not expect them to grill Epstein the way they did, but this interviewer totally did. And he said he regrets it, but then he goes on to ask, well, the reason I met with Jeffrey Epstein was because um, he he's into, like, global health. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, global health. I, I met with Epstein in, for years because he's into global health and, you know, <laughs> tries to play it off. Oh, he's dead. It is weird. Je- Bill Gates. Come on. <laughs> what are you going to say about that guy? And Prince Andrew, too. He has been served with documents related to the sex assault lawsuit with Virginia Gouffre. If I'm getting that name right, I might have just butchered that name. You guys know I suck with names. But Prince Andrew... Yes, served with papers. According to the the lawsuit, court documents say he was served papers. Meanwhile, Prince Andrew's legal team disputed the claim. I don't know how you can dispute a claim like this when it was found in the court documents. Like how to <laughs> They're running. They're running. They don't want to don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They just deny, deny, deny. But we're smart now. We're 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 a lot more awake and aware than we were as a society five to ten years ago that's for sure that's because in part social media which is why they're censoring the shit out of us on social media so onward from this let's talk russian elections russia just had a nationwide election the other day putin won and in western media lo and behold big surprise putin's party this is according to the uh BBC, the Bullshit Broadcasting Corporation. Putin's party wins election marred by fraud claims. Wow. Fraud in an election. BBC even said Russia had recently installed nationwide electronic voting. In a lot of places, even Moscow, electronic voting. But... Talking about this in America, no way, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. And then the Atlantic Council, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Atlantic Council, but it's like, whatever the globalists want you to believe propaganda-wise, to a, it, it's pure just globalist propaganda, think tank. Atlantic Council, why we must not recognize Russia's fraudulent election. The projection election, yes, yes, yes. Projection is one of the psychopaths' dearest methods, I do agree. Alpha, the UK. The Atlantic Council, get this, they recently hired, uh, you guys familiar with Jared Holt? Jared Holt, he was in the, uh, he's been trying to write hit pieces on a lot of us for years. He used to work at Right Wing Watch, and then uh, recently he became a part of, I think it's called the Digital Forensics Lab at the Atlantic Council. He's one of their fellows. They love to give themselves fancy titles, don't they? I guess it makes them feel real good inside because their mothers didn't love them enough when they were five. He is a research fellow at the Atlantic Council. and he's (laughs) Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I think the Atlantic Council is hiring, too, if you guys want to go, I don't know, get paid to write some bullshit. Next up. New bombshells. This is according to CNN. New bombshells show Trump's coup threat was real and hasn't passed. It hasn't passed, I guess. (laughs) They must be nervous. They must be panicking greatly because if it hasn't passed by now, the reason is only because the media won't let it pass. 
So that they must be nervous that it's going to come back to bite them in the ass. They must be nervous that these audits might actually show something. They might be nervous that people in this country might be questioning the American election as much as our mainstream media is questioning the Russian election. And it kind of goes to show you, like, maybe maybe Putin isn't all that bad of a guy, really. Actually, he's done and said a few things that make me respect him. Respect him a whole hell of a lot more than whatever dementia-ridden, creepy pedophile is in the so-called presidential seat of America now. Our country, at least. But, hey, CNN, these bombshells showing Trump's coup. Bombshells. Well, let's see what CNN has to say about it. Big surprise, these bombshells are coming from the book by Bob Woodward. Bob Woodward, who is a Washington Post reporter. Huh. And then these bombshells were somehow obtained by CNN. And some other hit pieces against Trump were according to a report by the New York Times. Oh, big surprise. New York Times, WAPO, CNN... They might as well just all run out of the same office. That w- Just make it easy on themselves. Come on. D- d- admit it, guys. You all get orders from the same people to say the same shit, and it probably, go- probably goes out in the same CC newsletter every day to their, <laughs> to their inboxes, right? They don't need to blind copy that shit. They all know they're getting the same narratives as each other. Come on. Yeah, yeah. So when I see stuff like this in CNN... Then you look at, okay, where is it coming from? Bob Woodward, his bullshit book. Okay. Okay, okay. I know not to give much time to that. Although this is definitely something we should be taking a look at, putting our attention towards. So Sidney Powell is going to be deposing Mr. Eric Coomer. Remember that name? Remember that guy? He was the security director at Dominion Voting. Had that... uh. Had that video leak out around election time last year of him admitting that their devices can connect to the internet. And then this guy just like disappeared off the face of the earth and no one can find him for a little while. Well, remember, Dominion Voting Systems is trying to sue everybody they can (laughs) who's ever been like on Fox News or OAN or Newsmax saying that the election was rigged and saying Dominion's name. They're suing Mike Lindell, Lynn Wood, Sidney Powell, who else? But in the lawsuit of Dominion suing Sidney Powell, she asked the judge for a deposition, and the judge approved it. So there'll be a two-hour deposition taking place tomorrow of Eric Coomer from Sidney Powell's legal team. So, ooh, ooh, Dominion. Did you get roped into... Maybe something you shouldn't have roped yourself into? Hey, eyes on that. I'm interested to see what he's going to say and uh, if and when he perjures himself. Also on the topic of audits and election fraud, moving over to Maricopa County now. Shout out to the Gateway Pundit. They found some sound bites. Got some notes or some thoughts or something. I, I don't know how they got this. But... One of the Maricopa County supervisors, his name is Steve Shukri. There he is right there. Man, he looks like a he looks like a slimy like mafia guy. Like a like a cartel dude. I don't know. But uh 
He resigned. Maricopa County Supervisor Steve Shukri resigned after the Gateway Pundit exposed his private comments about election concerns and the county's earlier bullshit audit. So this guy essentially was calling the sham audit that Maricopa County did last year of like 2% of the ballot. It, it was a joke of an audit. This guy was admitting it was a joke of an audit. And he was also throwing some of his colleagues under the bus. And some of his comments that were leaked, he was admitting that he doesn't trust Dominion at all. And even one of his colleagues there on the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors was agreeing with him that Dominion blows. So this guy, this is a case of rats jumping ship. And this guy just trying to take down everybody around him while it happens, you know. Uh, blame everybody else and try to try to run away. His name is Steve. Yeah. Your name's Steve too. Cool. Bad news. And then we got this guy too, Steven Richter. What's with all these Steves in Arizona? If I ever meet somebody named Steve from Arizona, I'm not going to trust him. That's for sure. Steven Riker. If you remember him too, he put out this guy. Remember him in that video where he was totally, totally saying the election was fine calling the audit garbage. Yeah, this guy. Well, come to find out that he was the one that agreed with the supervisor that resigned. He agreed that Dominion blew. But this was the guy towing water for Dominion in these uh, in the election, calling the election fine in these videos. So, you know, was he bullied or paid off? Were all these guys freaking bullied or paid off? Or they're just dumb? Or they're just evil people? Or they're blackmailed, right? Some of them kind of look like the, the kind that would be easily blackmailed. You know what I'm saying? All right. Let's talk about Hunter Biden. Politico today confirming Hunter Biden laptop emails. After the media, of course, declared the story Russia disinformation. Holy mother of God. Conspiracy theory number 8,354 million that has come true. <laughs> you know what? You only had to give this one six months to a year to turn into a, you know, conspiracy fact. Wow. So Politico ran a report today from one of their correspondents in his new book, which he essentially admitted the emails were true in this book. Politico ran the story. Meanwhile, how many people can we point to in October, since October of last year, for the last 12 months, that have said it was either Russia disinformation or hacked or fake news. I saw a tweet from Jen Psaki today calling it Russia disinformation. I saw a video from James Clapper where he went on, was it CNN? It was probably CNN or NBC. He went on one of those calling it Russia disinformation. This is like out of the Kremlin's playbook, Mr. Former DNI James Clapper said. <laughs> How many of these idiots? And none of them got censored like we did on the day Hunter Biden's... Fr this story broke, man. Ugh, that was the day, October 15th. Bloody YouTube... What was it, a Tuesday? I don't know what day of the week it was, but same day that story dropped. God, how many of us got just wiped from YouTube? Uh, me, X22, Red Pill, In Pursuit of Truth... Oh, gosh. Edge of Wonder. So many different people. Still on that. We still got those lawsuits going. I think time will tell. Class action against big tech. But hey, another conspiracy theory proven true. 
Now we move to COVID-19, and this one out of Germany. There was a shooting today of a German cashier at a gas station, and this is, I don't know if any of you guys, it's probably like the middle of the night there right now in Germany, but we got anybody from Germany watching in? If so, let us know, but this report is saying that a huge, uh, it was huge in the media in Germany, I should say. One person shot dead at a gas station, and it's all over the media. The reason it's all over the media in Germany is because they're calling him a far-right supporter and a COVID denier. This is only a couple of days before the freaking national, or excuse me, parliamentary elections in Germany. Big surprise, right? How convenient. Yeah, I agree. Smells false flaggy. <laughs> a couple of days before the election, he was a. they're saying he was a COVID denier. I don't think they released his name. Yeah, the victim's not been named. Uh, the 49-year-old suspect handed himself into police. Oh, God. I mean, I'm just... It's checking all the boxes for brainwashed Patsy, right? Probably hits with some voice-to-skull mind-controlling frequencies. He heard the demons and uh, went to do something like this. It's real, folks. It's real. That Jason Bourne, Manchurian candidate type shit. It's... <laughs> It's 100% real. Where do you think Hollywood gets most of their ideas from? There's nothing new under the sun, folks. So, on from this. Let's talk Mike Flynn. So today he was trending on Twitter. Actually, I didn't realize he did this. I logged on to Twitter, and I saw him trending, and I said, why is Flynn trending on Twitter? And come to find out all the blue check marks here, all the, all the paid propaganda shills on big tech, we're clowning on Flynn because in an interview, Flynn said the deep state is plotting to put the COVID vaccine in American salad dressing. And here they are calling Flynn a delusional moron, et cetera, et cetera. Raw story. Oh, God. I can't believe 10 years ago when I was in college, I actually liked Raw Story. And this is typically where I'd go for the news because I, I no, I thought I was woke. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad I moved past that phase. Anyway, Ross Story printing some garbage here. Oh, the deep state is plotting to put the COVID vaccine in your salad dressing, Mike Flynn says. What a QAnon conspiracy theory pusher advocating for a violent military overthrow of the U.S., Mike Flynn. <laughs> Raw garbage. Here's the real story, and I think Mike Flynn actually posted this on his Telegram a couple of days ago, which is why he said that. It was this article that was released in Tampa Bay Media. This is NBC local Tampa News. The headline states, Vaccines in your salad. Scientists growing medicine-filled plants to replace injections. This is right where it came from. September 18th, this story was released. And I again, I think Flynn actually posted this on his Telegram. That's where he got the idea from. And this article is discussing how... Scientists at the University of California, Riverside, are basically trying to genetically engineer uh, plants, vegetables, to have mRNA in them. So Flynn was right, more or less, right? He was correct. And number two, putting mRNA into our food. Now, you got to understand, the genetic engineering of our food's been going on for the last 40 years. 
they figured out how to do a variety of things that are sold as being for the greater good, for the public's interest, for our health, right? Does that sound familiar? For the public's health, so we got to do it. Here, give all this money to Monsanto and let them do their thing. Um, food has been genetically engineered with modern miracle science to do a variety of things like create its own insecticide or be uh, Roundup resistant, insecticide resistant, and all sorts of other stuff. Uh, and it destroys us. It totally destroys our just digestive tracts and our brains and the environment too. The environment especially. mRNA. I can't imagine that would be uh, too much better. Oh, yeah. And there's the question in the comments. Who owns the farmland now, right? Ooh, Big Billy. Big Bill Gates. I use big literally. That dude is like fat as shit. Must be his own GMOs he's been eating. Huh, maybe it's the vaccines. Ugh. They've been doing this in Africa for decades, right? Trying to get their vaccine programs and their genetic engineering programs. Africa's been like their Petri dish, their test bed. And, uh, you know, no wonder all the freaking people in Africa can't stand this shit and <laughs> won't get the shots because they see it. They see when the Red Cross comes, oh, God, run away. Now, they're just trying to do it in America. Vaccines. Oh, let's just buy up the farmland. Maybe Bill Gates is working with China on that, and they'll do their experiments on the farmland. Fantastic. So, onward from this, Project Veritas. Uh, the first Project Veritas COVID Vex exposed release a couple of days ago was solid. It was good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. For the... Uh, for the seasoned vaccine researcher and those really familiar with big pharma's corruption it was no surprise but it didn't have anything smoking gun mind-blowing but it was it went through a lot of different points from suppression of alternative treatments to vares not being reported a lot of health professionals just don't report vares to vaccine side effects happening it's real it showed health professionals behind the scenes questioning this stuff and it also drove the point home of fear being a problem we're so gripped with fear our minds are gripped with, with fear that we can't think outside of the freaking box so it packed all this into a very real 13 minute video it was good it was solid it's been watched by four million people just on youtube by now i'm frankly shocked that project veritas still has a youtube channel period but i am Glad they do, so this can get shared around. Part two, dropping tonight, dropping in like half an hour, actually, at 5 p.m. So ooh, this might even be bigger because apparently they have inside footage from the FDA, FDA employees. So kick ass, O'Keefe. Good stuff. He's been posting some pretty awesome videos of him <laughs> calling back mainstream media journalists on his YouTube channel too. Called back a USA Today fact checker and threatened to sue him if he did some dumb shit. It was good. So, okay, a few more things on vaccines and we'll finish up with that Lockheed Jet ended up on TikTok and talking a little uh talking a little crypto at the end. Cuz screw you, I like crypto. <laughs> New York Times, vaccines for young kids. This is this is going to be our fight over the next couple of weeks. This in audits. 
okay? This and audits. Maricopa County audit results in two days. And then I'm sure next week and the week after, the government and the media are going to try really, really hard to be pushing these uh, these shots for kids ages 5 to 11. Approval might be coming soon. They're going to, of course, gaslight the absolute shit out of us about it. Say, unvaccinated people are dying. Kids are susceptible. I don't know. There'll be a magic new variant they'll pull out of their ass and say, it's targeting kids and it's targeting unvaccinated kids and it's targeting unvaccinated kids like your kids. So you got to get vaccinated. It's just hide your kids, folks. Protect your kids. Go sound the alarm at your freaking school board meeting, at your daycares, at whatever, the whatever, right? And educate your kids too. Don't shield them from the realities of the world. Be honest with them. Young kids are very open. They don't have the fear if it's not programmed into them, right? So you can take a five-year-old and say, hey, this pandemic's a scam. And if you don't give it to them, if you don't give those ideas to them with fear in a scary way, just say, yeah, it's garbage. Masks don't work. You don't need the vaccines. You know what the kids will do? They'll go, okay, dad, let's go play catch, right? So as long as you don't ingrain the fear into your kids' heads, Give them some critical thinking patterns early in their life, right? This kind of stuff from the media, that's what's scary. That's the the fear that gets driven into them. Look at that, right there. That photo itself, ugh, creeps me out, man. Creeps me out. Uh, and then in terms of the politicization of the vaccine, this is gold I found today. On one hand, we got Biden here at the United Nations saying it's literally going to take collective act of political will. Those were his words. A collective act of political will to deal with the public health emergency and get the world vaccinated, get the global population vaccinated. So to Biden, it sounds like it's absolutely political. But to Fauci, he's bitching over here saying, no, we can't politicize these vaccines. We can't be politicizing these vaccines. Everybody needs them because we got to go for the common enemy, the deadly virus. (laughs) I love finding things like this. This is when it's so blatant of hypocrisy. My gosh. I don't care. Politicize it or not. I, I mean, it's not a political thing, really. It doesn't matter if you're left wing or right wing you're still going to get screwed by these vaccines. They're still going to try to brainwash you, right? You're still under the global control agenda. It doesn't matter what you call yourself, what you label yourself. So, but, you know, these these are just crazy sociopaths. Crazy sociopaths. I do love their public uh, humiliation, though. How we all just clown on them with memes and and exposing their lies and god you gotta wonder how terrified they are when the cameras are off really (laughs) yeah fauci little goblin little keebler elf (sighs) okay luckily some people are fighting back though united airlines uh employees are banding together to sue the company over its quote draconian covid vaccine mandate and not just united airlines but we also have um police Police stations, police forces around the country 
along with, I think, firefighter groups, uh, a lot of different groups and individuals are suing over these mandates, which is a good thing. I think some uh, attorney generals and like the government's going after the government. Pretty weird. <laughs> Pretty weird times we're living in. But that is a fantastic thing that people are fighting back. And these protests that are happening around the world, they're they're working, it sounds like. They're starting to work, at least in some places. I heard in Australia that there was some companies trying to force vaccines on construction workers, and the construction workers protested, and then the, uh, the, the unions ended up dropping the mandate. They backed down. It caved. So our collective will, yes, our collective free will, if we channel it into constructive ways, in fighting back oh yeah we're powerful so there's that we've got apple wallet they are now going to be offering covid vaccine cards on your phone put it you know they're, they're gonna have a little wallet section of the app where you can scan your qr code and be a good little boy a good little girl a good little sheep for society and get into all of those things that you've been missing since the pandemic began, we're going to get back to the new normal, folks. And this is how we do it. <laughs> this is how we get back to our new normal. Yeah, nope. It's going to be a big nope from me, dog. And Chinese whistleblower claiming that the COVID outbreak was intentional and happened in October 2019 at the Military World Games in Wuhan. Defector Wei Jin Sheng. This is not the the uh, alleged dong whistleblower that went to the DIA that, uh, you know, that's another story that I don't think is, is done for. We haven't heard much about that in quite a while. Uh, but anyway, this is a different whistleblower. He did a documentary recently with Sky News. Sky News, you know, there's some mainstream media that's actually surprising me. They seem to be trying to push the envelope a little bit with uh, the origins of the virus in Wuhan. So, you know, it's not a black and white world. We can get some truth from the mainstream media sometimes, some good people in there trying to get the word out about certain things. So, you know, but uh, this particular whistleblower saying that it was intentional release at the World Games. This was a theory postulated quite a bit at the very beginning of the pandemic in 2020. World Games 2019 in Wuhan. Uh, interesting. So, what was I going to say about this, though? I think that thought just went over my head. Hey, there that is. <laughs> Let's go to our next story. The mystery plane leaked on a TikTok. So, this was the video. I'm going to play it here. Yeah, this was it. Short, short seven-second clip. And, uh... Yeah, it's not a giant craft. It's on the back of a semi-truck bed. Looks about 30, 40 feet long. Maybe 20, 30 feet wide. You know, solid six or seven high. Not that big. Looks drone-esque. But allegedly, this video was taken at the Hellendale Radar Cross-Section Facility in the Mojave Desert. 
and that's not far from Lockheed's Skunk Works facilities at Plant 42 in Palmdale. And this video was posted to TikTok, found its way around. Some people cross-referenced the, uh, the buildings and the structures in this video and found a bit, yeah, it was at Hellendale Radar Cross-Section Facility. Now, here's like 50 different things on this topic. Um, this might not, like the way that Disclose.tv wrote this headline, it makes it sound like it was China's fault like Chinese intelligence leaked it on TikTok or something like that. It probably wasn't, honestly. It's probably just a dude that got that on video and put it on uh, put it on TikTok or it found its way to TikTok. Second thing, Lockheed spy plane. If they really wanted to keep this secret, it would not be on a truck bed above ground where, you know, anybody or a satellite could see it. Thirdly, China's been stealing our intelligence secrets in terms of aerospace for decades. That's no surprise. China actually already knows quite a lot of stuff in terms of aerospace development. I mean, in the mid-2000s, where do you think they got their stealth technology so fast and their quantum radar technology, quantum communication systems, and all these sorts of things, right? China was, like, developing over the last 15 to 20 years. They've been developing a lot of their advanced military technologies quick, where do you think they got it? America. You think they were stealing it? Well, some of it, but also it was being sold. Yeah, thanks, Hillary. What were you doing with that frickin' server? Ya biatch. Also, James Comey uh, used to be a VP at Lockheed. And Lockheed is just so, it's like military industrial complex to a T, right? Big giant defense contractor, been involved in aircraft and aerospace for a long time. And Lockheed, yeah, Lockheed's one of the worst. Um, what they really have is way more, way beyond this. They've had it for a long, long time. The deep state here in America has been selling out the brains of America, the science and tech that we have uh, to China and elsewhere. And thank God she didn't win, right? Thank God she didn't win. This would have been a lot different. This whole, if Hillary Clinton won in 2016, everything would have been different from the pandemic to this UFO disclosure garbage to, right? It would have been like, uh, sometimes I think about that and it gives me, gives me good context to now. And I just think, oh yeah, you know, <laughs> anyway, that's, that's a rant for another time. But, uh, uh, this, the whole, what's really gone on in space and how far we've gone, and UFO secrecy, all of that. It's such a big topic that I just, I can't cover it all in like five minutes here for you, but I think I covered a few basic points. Like, they, they've got stuff way beyond what we're told on the public surface. If they want to keep a secret, is hidden secret. Anything that does make it to the public is a very manufactured disclosure. They Lockheed's gone so far beyond wings and jet propulsion like we don't need jet fuel anymore let's be real <laughs> if anything pisses you off yeah stolen elections should piss you off yeah crazy mandates should piss you off but the fact that the military industrial complex the deep state has been hiding electrogravitic i.e anti-gravity propulsion for 60 years and also free energy technology for 100 years that should absolutely piss you off yeah yeah 
If it doesn't, you expand your mind a little bit. It definitely should. And Lockheed, Lockheed sucks. Uh, and last thing, the Fed today, head of the Fed, Jerome Powell, said that they are evaluating whether to launch a digital currency. Huh. What? We already got one. We, we already got like thousands of them. We got one one solid one. It's called Bitcoin. Few few others. A lot of them are garbage. But uh, a few other solid cryptos out there too. What do we need another one for? Wonder why. It's called centralization, folks. The powers that be, whatever you want to call them, cabal, deep state, Illuminati, new world order, they thrive on centralizations. Centralization. Sorry, comments distract me sometimes when I'm saying words. Centralization. That's the name of the game. They need to centralize the power, control, and most importantly, information sharing from what they control. So the financial system's been centralized, the medical system, the media, the um, the aerospace industry, like the, the defense contract. They centralize the science and tech for themselves. Uh, just every industry has been centralized, right? Digital currency from the Fed. Sounds like the worst freaking idea. They're going to link that up to a debit card or a credit card or your bank account or something, and they're going to track you, and they're going to give you a credit score, yes, based upon your purchases, whether it's I recently saw how MasterCard's teaming up with the World Economic Forum with, for a climate, a carbon tax credit card, and you can sign up for this, and it'll, it'll deny your transactions when the card assesses that you've gone over your carbon tax limit or whatever, your spending limit for carbon, I don't know. But, uh, okay, <laughs> see what they're doing? See where this could go? Which is why uh, the they're coming down so hard on the other cryptos, the Bitcoin and the Ethereums and, you know, the whole industry that's decentralized. There are centralized cryptos out there, so you got to be aware of those. Uh, and there's a lot of, you know, garbage shit coins, but just Bitcoin. Here's the thing. They tried to ignore Bitcoin for 10 years. They ignored it. They tried to just ridicule it, say, oh, it's for hackers or money launders. Oh, it's just internet magic money and all this, all these excuses, right? They ignored it for so long, hoping it would go away, and it just never went away. It never did. So now they're in the fight stage and the bait and switch stage, the stage where they, you know, infiltrate and censor suppress and then try to basically come out with their own so that's the only reason this is happening and uh the crypto industry it'll it'll shrug it off like it shrugs everything off and you know it'll take some hits but i am a big fan of of decentralized peer-to-peer freedom-loving digital currencies i'm a big fan Granted, I don't think they're going to save the world. I think it's going to be an important piece of the puzzle, but there are definitely drawbacks. Got to have internet. Got to have connectivity via devices for it, right? So that's that's a drawback for a variety of reasons, especially when you think of you know what's coming in the next few decades in terms of the sun and the cosmos. Uh, but anyway... That's a long conversation for another time. And that is all for today, folks. Much appreciated for you guys watching. If you uh, 
want to support the work I do, you can find ways to do that down below in the description on my web, on my website, supplements. I have a subscribe star account. I have a Substack account, variety of ways. Um, tomorrow I'll be coming out with a couple of interviews. I think Patel Patriot and I are going to do like a weekly show. So we'll just shoot the shit about whatever's going on in the news or current events of that week. It's not going to be on devolution, but it'll be something right. I, I like Patel. He's cool, man. He's like, uh, he's my age. He's smart guy. He does his research. He doesn't clickbait, and you know, he's solid. So I'm going to be talking to him tomorrow, probably like Thursdays. We'll come out with like a Thursday show. And then I'm also going to be putting out some interviews in the coming days and over the weekend on my other channels my Conspiracy Analytica podcast channel, my, my uh, Conscious Strength Health channel, and a few other things like that too. So uh, stay tuned for all that. Stay tuned to my Telegram account. I'll post everything that comes out, all the announcements there, and Gab too, Telegram and Gab. And then you can sign up to the newsletter on my jordansather.com website. So that's all for this one, guys. We'll get to some Q&A now. And if you're watching this on the replay on BitChute Rumble or the podcast, make sure you subscribe, get notified, and uh, go find me on all my social media if you're not already there. So see you guys next time, Friday, 4 p.m., next live stream.